God told me this movie will write itself Spread love, be wise and let foolery fight itself Cause it's a war going on outside On the corner, it's a war On your TV screen every morning Not the war with the bombs and the helicopters swarming But the war for your soul That's what everyone's ignoring It's a war going on Yeah, it's a war going on Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pursuit of Truth podcast. My name is Will. I'm your host. Today's date is October 14th, 2021. It's going to be episode 105. It's going to be called There's No Way Not to See These Blatant Lies. Hope that you're all uh, doing well. Hope that you're all enjoying yourselves. Hope that uh, you're enjoying this wonderful weather that we're having here in Sacramento. Uh, you know, if you don't like the cold, then too bad because you had it hot for about eight months. So too bad. If you don't like the cold, you can freeze for all I care. Uh, it, it, it was hot enough. Okay. It was hot enough. All right. So I have quite a few things for you today. I don't have much to say before I start this, but, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start off with our news and stuff here. I have some pretty, pretty good stuff here. Uh, today I even have a clip by, uh, Joe Rogan. He's talking to Joe Rogan's talking to, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta and, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta is, uh, he's the award-winning chief medical correspondent for CNN, and he is the host of the CNN podcast called Chasing Life. And he went on Joe Rogan's podcast, and so Joe Rogan was talking to him about the uh, the uh, horse dewormer situation, and Joe Rogan was kicking his butt up and down. I'm a, it's about five and a half minute audio, and I'm gonna play it for you. It's it's great. It really is great. You're gonna hear it. Joe Joe Rogan's really destroying them. And it was great. And the things that the science, the doctor couldn't bring it upon himself to say that CNN was wrong. Okay, so, and we're noticing that corporations around the world are starting to realize that this Green New Deal, what they're pushing, this $3.5 trillion travesty, is not going to benefit their company or their workers. Or, nor are the vaccine mandates, okay? Now, people are now experiencing this inflation, and it's the highest it's been in 13 years. Janet Yellen is pushing the lie that that the trans, that people's transactions... So that oh excuse me, Janet Yellen is pushing the lie that the monitoring of people's transactions will catch billionaires evading taxes. When we know it's for people like you and me, and people are pushing back on this. In the United States, is now the number one company for cryptocurrency mining. It's a beautiful thing. Now people are being shown the truth. This is what we had to do. We had to show people the truth. It's the only way it could have been done. Okay, and as people see it and live through this nightmare. That the enemy has been planning for them and they're implementing, uh, they, they realize it's not going to benefit them in the end and they're going to get angry and move forward on their own. Now, for the people to move forward, they will need to see the prosecutions and it's going to be completely transparent. So, people are seeing through this farce that they've been put through for the past, well, uh, actually the past hundred something years, but actually the past four or five to be specific. People no longer believe the pandemic narrative, the border stuff, the economy narrative, and things like that. And people are starting to think logically. Well, they're not even starting to think logically. They're actually, they are, they are, they are in it. They are in the midst of thinking logically and for themselves. And this is spreading across across the globe. It's worldwide. It's not about another four-year election. This is about everything. Think about a global scale. The populace is waking up at an accelerated pace. I even have people in my group chat my friends group chat, uh, where only two of us believe the truth, but the rest of them are left wing sycophants. Now, one guy, he's he seemed to he seems to really he's starting to come out of his slumber. And he's asking me about uh, 
Fauci and, and gain of function and things like that. And I'm telling him that Obama lifted the ban on gain of function research to allow viruses to become even more deadly. And Fauci came out, came out the next day, which was uh, Fauci came out on January 10th of 2017 and said that uh, the Trump administration would have to deal with an infectious disease. OK, so uh, he's, he's he's I guess they're starting to take in the truth because they can't take it anymore. And he's he even uh, said in our group chat, he said, we should have got rid of we should have got rid of Gavin Newsom when we had the chance. I said, why? Why would you want to do that? He's a great governor. You know, I'm, I'm being facetious here, um, but he didn't even answer. He didn't he didn't even answer. You have to realize, folks, our friends and family who believed in this, uh, the false reality, they're not going to come out and admit it, really. Most of them are not going to come out and admit it because, you know, because they're going to look stupid. They're going to look so, so stupid. No one no one wants to be look stupid. It'll be embarrassing. It's like, imagine if you believed that the sky was red, as old as you are. Imagine, okay, so I'm 25. Imagine if I believed that the sky was red for 25 years, okay, for 25 years. Or, or how about this? Imagine that I I knew the sky was red and excuse me. Imagine that I knew the sky was blue until I was ten years old. And then I saw propaganda on CNN, and then for the next fifteen years of my life, I believe that the sky was red. That's exactly what happened. They believe that the sky was is red or orange. That's what they believe. They believe the sky is is red. Okay, and they believed this for a long time. And think about it. If you knew the sky was blue just by looking at it, and the evidence is clearly and right there, and somebody looked at the same sky you do, and they believed that it was red when it's clearly blue, you would be embarrassed. That's embarrassing. Okay, so that's the same thing. And so the thing is that there's no way to run from it anymore. So what we've been doing every single day, is we've been shoving this stuff in their faces. Okay, and when they come to us, we can't say, oh, you're such an idiot. You're so stupid, even though rightfully so we could we could rightfully do that because the sky is blue and it's not red. But we it's we can't sit here and say you're such an idiot. I cannot believe you believe that. I can't believe you believe the sky was red this entire time. You can't don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, what you need to do. I know it's, it's hard. It is hard. But one of these days you're going to see me lay into Christians very, very hard. Because I, the people who don't believe in God, okay, they're going to believe anything. Okay, they, they can believe whatever. Okay, the, the evidence of the supernatural will be all around them, and they will just not believe it. Because, because they just they just don't have the intellect. Okay, and some of them just don't know yet. Okay, but some of them are agnostic, some of them know, but, but, uh, but people who believe in God, people who say, claim to follow Christ, and vote for people who advocate for abortion and gay marriage and things like that those are the type of people i'm going to be laying into later and i'm going to destroy them really i am really going to go hard i'm not going to name anybody's name i'm not going to call anybody out by name i might oh i'm going to call out some of these fake preachers and fake pastors people like franklin graham uh people like that i'm calling them out but uh i'm not going to really i'm not going to call out any anybody that any regular person i'm not going to do that okay i'm not going to call out any any private figures i'm only, only public figures okay but people will feel the conviction when they listen and you share this stuff. And so there's things that there's no way to even run away from this stuff. It's clear to see. You see with the economy, you're seeing the inflation is up 5.4% in September over last year. It's the, this is the highest rate in 13 years. Our inflation is at an all-time high. Well, not an all-time high, but the highest in over a decade. Okay, So inflation was up 5.4% year over year in September. And the prices rose 0.4% in September. And it's up from 0.3%. In August, gas, food, and goods continue to be the key drivers of this inflation. Now, gas is up 25% under Joe Biden. 
the poor and the middle class are being hurt the most. People like you and me, okay? I go to the pump a year ago. I used to spend 45. Now I spend like 60, 65 at the pump, okay? I'm tired of it, okay? I go to Shell. I'm tired of spending so much money on gas, okay? Meat is up 12%. Crazy. All right, I apologize, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize if my voice is uh, off here because my allergies are kicking my butt again. But moving on, with that inflation, okay, so Atlanta, Atlanta's Federal Reserve is saying that the inflation is not transitory. That's funny because for so long, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has insisted for months that inflation would be transitory. And I love how the Biden administration also uh, promulgated that as well, saying inflation would be transitory, but it's not, okay? Atlanta's Fed is the first one to break from that leadership, from the central bank's leadership on inflation. Now, that comes from Breitbart.com. Now, on Twitter, CBS Evening News had an interview with Janet Yellen, and she was asked about the $600 IRS reporting requirement for banks. Okay, and so take a look, at, take a listen to this audio that she has here. You want banks to report transactions of $600 or more. That's what the IRS wants. Does this mean that the government is trying to peek into our pocketbooks if you want to look at $600 transactions? Absolutely not. I think this proposal has been seriously mischaracterized. Um, The proposal involves no reporting of individual transactions of any individual. Look, the big picture is that we have a tax gap that over the next decade is estimated at $7 trillion, namely a shortfall in the amount that IRS is collecting due to a failure of individuals to report the income that they've earned. But that's among billionaires. Is that among people who are transferring $600? No, it tends to be among high-income individuals whose income is opaque and the IRS doesn't receive information about it. If you earn a paycheck, you get a W-2, the IRS knows about it. But high-income individuals with opaque sources of income that are not reported to the IRS, there's a lot of tax fraud and cheating that's going on. And all that's involved in this proposal is a few aggregate numbers about bank accounts, the amount that was received in the course of a year, the amount that went out in the course of the year. If somebody reports an income of $10,000 and they had $3 million um, go out of their checking account, that tells the IRS that's that's an individual you might audit. I mean, the White House says that American billionaires pay an average income tax rate of 8%. 0.2%. Yes, it's extremely low. That's lower than teachers, than cops, than a lot of people. It's unfair, and it's something that we need to remedy. All right, so the federal minimum wage is about $7.20. And so what they want to do, they want anyone who, who deposits six hundred more than $600, they want to audit it and look at it. Okay, so we know Janet Yellen is lying about that because, no, you shouldn't trust the government. She was She was one of the chairs of the Federal Reserve. Now she's the Secretary of the Treasury. Don't trust her. Right. So minimum wage in the United States, about seven dollars, twenty five cents. All right. So that 80 hours a week, if you work full time for seven dollars, twenty five cents, uh, you're making about five hundred eighty bucks. You get taxed. And so you're going to get taxed a lot still. You're probably going <laughs> to they're probably going to leave you with four hundred bucks. OK, now I've done the math. And if you make 
if you make about nine dollars, if you make at least nine dollars an hour and you work full time, you will get about seven hundred twenty dollars. That's before taxes. And you'll probably have about six hundred dollars to deposit after taxes. And so if you make nine dollars an hour, they're going to be looking at it. at least nine dollars an hour. They're going to be looking at what you are doing. OK, and they say that people are trying to dodge taxes and things like that. Okay, so if this was only directed at the billionaires and millionaires, billionaires, and thousandaires and people like that, if this was only directed at them, they would not have to put it at $600. They would have put it at like 6000 or 60000 okay? Not many people make 6000 Making $6,000 a month is pretty good. That's that's pretty good. But they would have but they would have made it like 6000 or something like that if, if it was really for like the millionaires and billionaires and people like that. You know, putting six hundred dollars out there to be uh, looked at by the IRS—that's like that's like a twenty-year-old who works at a restaurant. Okay, you're looking at what they're putting in. Come, they're like they're like nineteen or twenty years old. They work at a restaurant. They don't make that much. I know how it is because I used to do it too when I was twenty. And they don't make that much, and you're trying to look at their stuff. Come on, man. Come on. There's no there's no reason for that. All right. So moving on, Jen Psaki says that coming out of a pandemic is the perfect time for fundamentally changing the United States economy. The president doesn't prefer then one avenue or the other. The president wants to make fundamental change in our economy, and he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. And if we don't do it now, if we don't address uh, the cost of childcare, to go back to Josh's question earlier, if we don't uh, address the climate crisis, if we don't ensure that universal pre-K is a reality now, uh, we're we're not going to have the same opportunity to do it for some time. Now, of course, that's a great time to uh, make changes to the economy when people are out of work, not working, they're getting stimulus checks from the government, they're not paying their rent and things like that, so they own nothing. You can just implode the economy, take their money from them, make their dollars worthless, and then uh, dish out their money to them every single month or every single week, whatever it is. And that's what part of this was. This uh, pandemic got people to be ready to receive government funds every single uh, month or week or whatever. And so... Another way that they're trying to implode this economy and get rid of this, uh, get rid of your dollars to make it worthless so that they can control you is this $3.5 trillion travesty that includes a a made in America tax hike and tax hikes on all income levels, an IRS spying scheme, drilling moratoriums and a heating home, heating your home tax. So pretty much the heater is going to cost a lot more. Okay, I actually uh, don't care about the heater because I can live without it. But the GOP on Twitter, which is the Republican Party, pretty much saying Americans can't afford this reckless Democrat spending spending spree. But my, my thing is that I would say that Republicans are going to vote for this as well anyway. Because they're pretty much one party at this point. Uh, they're no better than the Democrats anyway. And so now we have the IMF who doesn't want you to use cryptocurrency and stuff like that because we have, we have to use cryptocurrency, gold and silver, to protect our wealth the imf doesn't want you to protect their wealth to protect your wealth so they're actually warning of the danger to the financial system from what they call disappearing crypto coins and the instability of stable coins so the imf put out this warning and more than sixteen thousand tokens have been listed on the exchanges in terms of like cryptocurrency and things like that and only nine thousand still exist today about seven thousand are gone and this is what the report says. It comes from businessinsider.com. So the IMF said that stable coins were vulnerable to volatility and investor runs despite being pegged to another asset. Now, the IMF issued a warning about the growing risk of 
uh, excuse me, growing risk in the expanding cryptocurrency space, including fraud, excess speculation, and potential runs on seemingly more stable assets. Crypto, in all its forms, such as digital coins like Bitcoin and stablecoins like the United States digital currency, has been spreading around the globe, and nearly half of the world's central banks have looked into creating their own digital currencies, which would be centralized and be more secure than cryptocurrencies, according to the IMF and entities like it. Now, if you look at businessinsider.com, they have another article. They say the crypto-friendly mayor of Miami said the city is moving forward toward paying employees in Bitcoin. This is the type of stuff we talked about a couple months ago where you'd probably you'd be receiving your checks in Bitcoin. So they, they have a proposal that they're going to move a lot, uh, move uh, forward with that's going to allow city city workers to be paid in Bitcoin. Okay, he told the city's mayor told Bloomberg this on Tuesday, about two days ago. So Mayor Frances Suarez previously proposed Bitcoin to be used as payment uh, as a payment vehicle to employees and for city residents. The nonprofit driven Miami Coin reportedly made seven million dollars for Miami in August. The uh, mayor says, "quote We are going to request." for a proposal in October to allow our employees to get paid in Bitcoin, to allow our residents to pay for fees in Bitcoin, and eventually taxes potentially in Bitcoin if the, if the county allows it, unquote. He said that in an interview with uh, Business Insider. So now, moving on. Bitcoin Magazine on Twitter, they're saying they're showing us that the United States has now 35.4% of global Bitcoin mining power, which is uh, the most uh, out of any other country. Uh, China just China banned it, so China just doesn't have it. And then Russia is uh, Russia and Canada are kind of on the same same page. They're probably about twenty percent uh, each. So, but the United States is leading in Bitcoin, which is a great thing. It's beautiful to see this uh, Bitcoin revolution taking place and uh, seeing us destroy the central bank. So this is this is the things that. We are. This is how we're taking down the central bank, the third central bank, because you know Andrew Jack, because the first bank died in congress after thomas jefferson and then those folks did not they lost by one vote or a, a couple votes and so it did the charter for the bank died and then they made another one and andrew andrew jackson killed the bank and then they made another one in 1913 and that's the federal reserve and now here we are 108 years later uh in the process uh, we're pretty close to killing this central bank here and we're going to do that with cryptocurrency gold silver and things like that and people are going to start seeing that Bitcoin is like, they're going to see, they're going to start saying, oh, wow, why does it take 48, 50, or 60, or 70,000 of our dollars to get one Bitcoin? Those people have more purchasing power with the Bitcoin than we do with the, with the United States dollar. How about we go and put our money into Bitcoin so that we can retain our purchasing power? There it is. Because the more these people devalue it, we're going to see prices of things going up, which is actually inflation. And pretty much your money is actually going down, and we're going to see Bitcoin going up because the dollar is going to be worth less and less and less and less. It's going to take more and more of those dollars to equal Bitcoin, and Bitcoin is going to be going up and up and up and up as more people buy into it. Now, moving on, we're looking at Twitter. Okay, Representative Maxine Waters, the wicked witch of the West, uh, she claimed that her, well, her Twitter, her, something happened with her Twitter account. Okay, so on her Twitter account, there was a tweet posted. Uh, from her, from her Twitter account that said, quote, I have been hacked and my Twitter account has been erased. I know who has done this and I will take care of this. M. Waters. Okay. So that's what, that's, 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 that's what the tweet said from her, from her account. And, but Twitter said there's no signs that Representative Maxine Waters account was hacked. 
Okay, maybe she's practicing witchcraft over there and she doesn't know she's typing. Maybe she's mixing potions and elixirs and the and she's just typing on Twitter from uh from her crystal ball or something like that. This is the Wicked Witch of the West here. All right, let's move on. Talk about the border. So, Bill Malugan put on Twitter. He put that uh, seventy thousand legal immigrants were released into the United States since August sixth, including thirty one thousand released via parole. So now you have the governor of uh, Twitter coming out, Greg Abbott. He says on Twitter, he says preparations are being made for the Texas border wall. Strategic fencing and barriers have been built to halt illegal border crossings. Thousands of Texas Guard and Department of Public Safety personnel remain deployed. Texas continues to secure the border and keep communities safe. Well, Mr. Abbott, you are just allowing people to be bussed into the interior of the United States, the Haitian migrants who were commandeering vehicles and just going into the country. There were 14,000 there. Now there's zero. Okay, so I, I just don't believe a word he has to say. He, uh, yeah, he posts pictures, but yeah, I have no faith in Greg Abbott at all. He's just allowing this stuff to happen. It's an, it's an invasion, okay? It's an, it is an invasion. So we know that China has the electrical outages and things like that. They have to, like, um, they have to just ration the electricity and things like that but china is pretty much uh gonna plant gonna build more coal power stations and ramp up oil and gas exploration to solve the energy crisis and so pretty much they don't care about the climate targets okay they're making a mockery of the time at target time climate targets <laughs> can't talk as they announced to uh plans to build more and more of these things and stuff like that china's like pretty much the world's biggest polluter okay they say the united states needs to do this and do that and be more carbon neutral well, look at china okay have you seen if you've seen the skies over china they look like los angeles or or, or actually worse than los angeles that comes from the dailymail.com all right we're gonna talk about your favorite subject covid so we're seeing from the conservative treehouse that a miami hospital gives a warning about healthcare services if they're forced to fire unvaccinated workers the democrat governor says to let your Hospital patients die. We ain't changing. That comes from Maine. That's in Maine. Okay. Now, the Central Maine Medical Center, which is a uh, key hospital for regional health care, issued a, a warning about the need to shut down critical care services last, last week if they are forced to fire or lay off all the unvaccinated workers. The hospital appealed this to the governor's office. And the hospital quantified their issue and announced they were going to suspend pediatric admissions as well as heart attack and trauma admissions. Uh, because they will not be able to operate. Now, the governor announced that she just doesn't care if the hospitals have to shut down. And uh, she stated that her mandate will remain in place and the vaxxed and unvaxxed citizens of Maine will die until they comply with the vaccine rules. Uh, but, yeah, what about public health? I guess it doesn't matter, okay? See, that's the thing. It's not about your health and things like that. It's, it's about control, all right? It's all about control. And now, I told you in the last couple uh, episodes that aspirin lowers the risk of COVID, uh, according to new findings. And so the treatment, uh, the treatment reduced the risk of mechanical ventilation by 44%. Excuse me. The treatment reduced the risk of reaching mechanical, mechanical ventilation by 50, 44%. It's almost 50%. And the ICU admissions were lower by 43%. And in overall and hospital mortality saw a 47% decrease. Now, many jokingly responded on Twitter that the corporate media would now attack aspirin. Now, we joked about it. And now you're seeing from CNN, U.S. task force proposes adults 60 and older should not take daily aspirin to prevent heart disease or stroke. Okay, the New York Times says low-dose aspirin should no longer be initially prescribed to try to treat 
and prevent a first heart attack, stroke, or colon cancer. U.S. panel of experts suggested. We knew it. Okay. We joked about it. You know, I I kind of thought that they would do something, but I, I didn't think they'd come out in full force and show their behinds like this. Okay, because everyone's got aspirin. You can find aspirin. They're not going to be able to take all this aspirin off the shelves, okay? Because when ivermectin came out as a cure for COVID, they really, really showed their behinds there and uh, tried as best they could to take it off the Internet. So it's, it's really, really hard to find the Internet. But um, you can find um, ivermectin at a place called GoodRx. As far as I, last I heard, as far as, and as far as I know, I've never bought any. Uh, but I heard that you can get, find some from GoodRx, G-O-O-D-R-X. X, like the letters are like Robert X-Ray. Um, yeah, so that's what I heard. Go ahead and try to get some if you need to get some. Uh, if you need to get some, hope that you can get some. And so moving on quickly, Pfizer's community label, that vaccine is not uh, still not available in the United States. Remember, there are still no FDA-approved vaccines in the United States. Pfizer approved, I mean, the FDA-approved community, which is Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, but Comenity is not available in the United States. They're still giving people the EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization Vaccine. And so that means that they're not giving people anything that's FDA approved. They're still not doing it, okay? A lot of these people who are uh, the sycophants, they'll say, oh, well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's approved now, so you have no reason not to take it. And you just tell them, like, hey, they're not, they approve Comenity, and Comenity is not being used. But this EUA still is. Okay, Boeing, the air, uh, the airplane company Boeing requires its 125,000 workers in the United States to be vaccinated by co- against COVID by December 8th. Now, moving on. First responders are rejecting the jab, and now the 911 system is in jeopardy. So the American Ambulance Association, AAA, warned House and Senate leaders that, quote, the nation's EMS system is facing a crippling workforce shortage, a long-term problem that has been building for more than a decade. It threatens to undermine our emergency 911 infrastructure and deserves urgent attention by Congress, unquote. Uh, that Yeah, that comes from the, a, the AAA. And uh, what's making the EMS labor shortage worse is that President Biden's vaccine mandates are going uh, into effect. Now, first responders are quitting across the country because they don't want to get the jab and have realized they can transfer to other high-paying jobs or higher-paying jobs. So what's becoming clear is that EMS, firefighters, and police are not down with the mandated jab uh, that's being pushed by the government, resulting in some to leave their jobs, threatening the already fragile 911 system. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and play this audio by Joe Rogan kicking this dude's butt, okay? Dr. Sanjay Gupta went on to Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. Once again, he is the uh, chief medical correspondent for CNN and the host of the CNN podcast, Chasing Life. And so uh, Joe Rogan really confronts him about uh, the lying that, because uh, Joe Rogan took ivermectin and everything, he was sick for a couple days, and he was back in the gym working out about four or five days later, and uh, he felt fine. And CNN was lying, saying that he took uh, stuff for animals and uh, some veterinary products, but it was untrue. But Joe, so Joe Rogan gets Gupta to come onto his podcast and confronts him about this, and Joe Rogan kicks this dude's butt for about five and a half minutes. I don't know; I haven't watched the entire episode, but for this five and a half minute clip, Joe Rogan was kicking this dude's butt. So uh, I hope you enjoy this clip. I'm gonna go ahead and play it for you. But but, but what? But uh, so so for you. Joe Rogan. Yes. I would say you've had it. Yes. So now get one shot of the vaccine. No. 
Why not? Because I have better immunity than I would if I was vaccinated. We, so, right? Yes. Don't I? I think your immunity is really good. So why, if I've already gotten through COVID and I was really only sick for a day, and then five days later I was negative, and I, I do have the natural antibodies now, why would I take a chance in getting vaccinated on top of that? By the way, I'm glad you're, you're, you're better. I'm Thank glad you. it only lasted a day. You're probably really the am. only one at CNN that's glad. No, 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 no. We're not. The rest of them are all lying about me taking Hork's medication. <laughs> we should talk about that. That bothered you. It should bother you, too. They're well, lying I, at your network about people taking human drugs versus drugs from it, veterinary. It, calling it a horse dewormer is not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network, it, it, and it's a lie that's a willing that's that's a lie that they're conscious of this is not a mistake yeah they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine well the fda put this thing out you saw that did you see that thing that the fda put out what did the fda put out <laughs> it was a tweet and it was snarky i admit it they said you are not a horse you are not a cow stop taking this stuff or something like that. why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the nobel the, prize the nobel prize in 2015 yeah yeah no, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro you know that right I, I, why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer. I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is thick. But don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? You know that they know that I took medicine. Like, here it is. This is ivermectin. You got this it with it right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. All right, hang on. I, I, do you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that to, that's a problem that your news network was not, lies? Well, I don't. I don't Dude, I mean, what did they say? They lied what and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Along they with shouldn't have said a it was bunch of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human pill because there were people that were taking it the veterinary medication and i you're not obviously you got it from a doctor so that it shouldn't be called that ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease and as you say it's probably you know i think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world more, i get that way more so way but, more can, billions can, of people have taken it can i just come back to the one i want to talk about I, two, no no two, no, no, two no, things no. On you the have ledger. To, you have before we get to that does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer they, they they shouldn't have said that why did they do that i don't know you didn't ask you I, didn't think that was your, did, you're the medical guy over there i didn't ask i should have asked before but they did it with such glee no yes i watched they, you I watched. watched i watched you watched no i don't think there's yes glee. they did i don't i no one takes <laughs> joe rogan says he has COVID, taking, taking livestock drug despite warnings yeah, Jamie had to pull this up. You want to huh? play it? Is she, does she? This have is Glee? your news network. I'm gonna watch. Let's see. I'm gonna watch. Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs, and he included ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock. The FDA and the CDC warn against using to treat COVID. Turns out I got COVID. Look, they put a so yellow filter on me too. The kitchen sink out of all kinds <laughs> they did. of meds. Monoclonal you see the, the original video versus uh, that. I look like shit there. Z-pad. Do you know that? I think you look good. Pause. Uh, Pause. That's enough. Prednisone. I don't That's think. That's enough, Jamie. I don't but, think Aaron had glee. Oh, uh, well, it's more Brian Stelter was the gleeful one. But this, the point is, that's a lie. 
It can be used for humans. I, I get it. I, it totally... Not just could be used for humans, is often used for humans along with all the other drugs I took. All human drugs. Yes. They know it's a human drug. It's, it's, a, it can, it's right. But and the, they lied. The thing It's I, defamatory. It, it is. It is uh, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. It's I get, defamatory, right? Well, I don't know if it's defamatory. I bet it is. Yeah, well, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. It's but, a lie. Well, see, here's the thing. It, it, can we? You can have nuanced discussions about this. <laughs> no, right? you can't. Yeah, you, can. you can't have nuanced discussions about lying about someone taking horseshoe. She, there was no glee, by the way, from from her. She well, was. I, I don't think any, anyone takes uh, anyone takes people's illness. Oh I, yes, they. do. They don't want you, you to get stop sick, it. Joe. Yes, they do. They, they want were you upset to get sick. that I got healthy. I. I the, the, that's one thing they they didn't report on the fact that I was negative five days later. And working out six days later. Well, six days after infection, I was back in the gym. I'm glad. Felt great. I'm glad you you do. I really Me am. Too. I, I think thank you. Most of the people. I'm glad you're I, glad. You're a nice guy. Most of the people <laughs> I know, I think, would be glad that you. I don't think that there was any. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that weren't glad. But my point is, you're working for a news organization. If they're lying about a comedian taking horse medication, what are they telling us about Russia? What are they telling <sighs> us about Syria? Do you not, do you understand that that's why people get concerned about the veracity of the news the 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 concern was uh, look just the nuance part of this and you're not taking a horse to warmer i get it you got that as a legitimate medication from a pharmacy some, somebody whatever gave me, that's kind of a joke my friend megan probably all right so as you could clearly hear uh joe rogan was kicking that dude's butt up and down the audio for five and a half minutes straight you would think I, you would think after kicking your butt kick for five and a half minutes straight that uh you'd, you'd kind of concede there but no 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 they that's not what they do so I want to talk about some more stuff here. So on the Church of COVID subreddit, he says, uh, guys, I'm going to need some help explaining this to the unbelievers. So from the Irish examiner, they're showing us that 99.7% of Waterford, Waterford adults are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. And then uh, on October 11th, uh, they put out an article that says Waterford now has the highest incidence of COVID in Ireland. Coincidence? I think not. Now, if you look at Denver, so Denver's airport, come from Pam Long, Colorado on Twitter. She says, Denver airport, the owner of five restaurants in Sea Terminal made a November 1st mandate or get fired. None of the cooks, dishwashers, bussers, or hosts showed up to work. So there was no restaurants open in Sea Terminal. He immediately sent an email reversing the mandate. Way to fight back. From April 21st of 2020, uh, somebody, uh, somebody put in these, uh, Claire Fort Foges. She puts in uh, the Times. She says, we need Big Brother to beat this virus. Don't let the civil liberties lobby blind us to the fact that greater state surveillance, including ID cards, is required. These people are sick. Now, the ACLU put out a statement. Now, the ACU is the American Civil Liberties Union. And the ACLU, for me, is in the same boat as the SPLC, which is the Southern Poverty Law Center, and they put out a statement. They said, far from compromising them, vaccine mandates actually further civil liberties. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? All right, so I saw this on Reddit from Church of COVID, and so a couple of people posted these things. I hope that they're joking. I don't know the context of this because it's just a picture of the comments. I hope they're joking. The first person goes... I heard someone say, apparently, when you're sleeping, your immune system is more vulnerable to viruses. I live in an apartment building with shared vents, so I wear one 24-7 to do my bit. Even in the shower. 
It gets uncomfortable, but it's a global pandemic, and I'm not selfish. And then somebody else puts, it's been 20, ma- 20 months since I last went outside. My family thinks I'm crazy, but I think they're just incapable of thinking about others. When it's, when it's eventually safe, I can look back on this time and feel satisfied that I did my bit to reduce the spread of the COVID plague. Now, I don't know if these people are joking or not because it's just a picture, but uh, I hope they're joking. I really, really do. All right, I saw something else on on uh, Reddit. This comes from uh, Freedom Israel on Twitter. I hope this is a joke. They're saying prices for a tub of tomatoes. If you're not vaccinated, they're out of stock. One vaccine, they cost 28 shekels. Two vaccines, they cost 25 shekels. And if you have three doses of the vaccine, they only cost you 20 shekels. I hope this is a joke. I can't read because I don't read... Uh, I don't know if this is Hebrew. I don't know what language that is. I don't read that, but uh, I hope this is a joke. Somebody put on Reddit, they said... If masks work so well, then why is my preschooler still getting sick all the time despite wearing a mask all day? Well, I personally, I would just say because it's a little kid and, they, and little kids just get sick. That's all they do. Little kids eat, sleep, play, and get sick. <laughs> That's all little kids do. Sorry about that. All right, so I have about an 11-minute clip for you. So I'm going to end with this because my voice is awful today. And it's going to be uh, Joe Rogan. It's going to be more Joe Rogan. He's interviewing a gentleman by the name of Matthew Iglesias. And they're talking about uh, what did Bill Gates say about COVID vaccine side effects. So thank you so much for listening. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm going to be alive. I'm thankful, I'm thankful that God sent his son. Thank you so much for listening. This is our last segment of the week. You could have been listening to anything, but you're here with us. Thank you so much. I love you, and I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> the Joe Rogan experience. I don't know. I don't know either. I like vaccines, you know. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I like vaccines. I, I, I mean, am not vaccinated. Does, I know. Um, the problem that a lot of people have is that this was fast tracked and they get nervous about they do, they do possible potential side effects. And we don't know what those are going to be. And then there's a lot of people that are very uncomfortable with the idea of getting very sick after they take the vaccine, which seems to happen with 80% of the people that take it. And so they're concerned about that. Wait, Even, 80% of people who are taking this vaccine? Get, yes. That's not what I heard. Well, that's what Bill Gates has said. Bill Gates? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't, know if, we, I don't know if we can look it up. Yeah, uh, we'll play it for you. Go, pull, go, pull it off of... Uh, yeah. I know. It's weird. When people say that, people are like, wait, what? Um, it's on my Instagram. There's an interview with Bill Gates where he's talking about, I believe this is the Moderna vaccine. Mm-hmm. The Pfizer vaccine has a very similar effect because it's... Um, the way this uh, mRNA vaccine yeah. works, they've taken the common cold vaccine and added this to it. Right. So your body develops these proteins mm-hmm. to fight off. But you get sick. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I guess I'm say I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I read the sort of report, the readout from Pfizer and, and Moderna, BioNTech. Um, and they said there were very few serious side effects. I mean, well, I don't is, know. I don't know serious? serious or not. I mean, I got the flu shot, you know, um, Whenever it was a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. you know my arm hurt for a couple days. Well, I mean, that's I, just the shot side. I, I, I wouldn't do it just for. But that's fun. just the injection. Yeah, side. But your body didn't feel bad, right? But it was fine. You know, yeah. I felt okay. This is different than that. Um, this is different than that, and there's a there's a consequence to taking this. And I'm not saying that I won't take it. I will. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, if it's safe, I will encourage other people to take it too. But there's a reality of taking this particular vaccine that it's going to make a lot of people feel like shit. And it'll last a couple of days. And look, you can play play that video. Oh, okay. But it's in the the it's in the uh, feed. 
it's in the IGTV, but if you just go to my Instagram feed from the last time, uh, the the Dylan Jones episode, um, it's uh, it's that's just what it is. Hold up, you went way too far. Go go way up, way up. Hold on, keep going. Wait a minute, did they remove it? Oh my god, did they remove it from my Instagram? Is that real? Holy shit, dude, that is crazy. Hold on, uh, a second. let me check. Because that's kind of crazy. If they removed it from my Instagram, that's kind of crazy. Because this was a, I believe it was an NBC interview. Oh, they removed it. Wow. Okay, well, here, here. I got, I got an article from, from Science. It says uh, there's fever and aches that mm-hmm. are intense in some cases, but not dangerous. Found you found it. Um, okay. Okay, it hasn't been removed then. Okay, here we go. Here's has it been removed? Why don't I find it? I, was, I don't know. It was a month ago. It says October 28th. Right. Okay, play it. This video was edited, though, remember? How so? No, 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 no. That's a totally different video. That's a totally different video. That video was the video where people were talking about uh, that Bill Gates is concerned with the uh, profit margin from vaccines. But that is, we should talk about that too because that's actually important. That's actually important because that's really distorted and that's not what he was saying at all. He was not talking about profit. Concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least eighty percent of participants experienced a systemic side effect ranging from severe chills to fevers so are these vaccines safe well the uh the fda not being pressured will look hard at that the fda is the gold standard of regulators uh and their current guidance on this if they stick with that is is very very appropriate uh and you know, the, it, the, 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 the side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh, the things there. They, you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose. And so, uh, you know, to get the antibodies, some of the other vaccines uh, are going able to go with lower doses to get uh, responses that are, are pretty high, including the the J&J and the Pfizer. And so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them uh, that but are Bill, going out there. And, and yes, I you, think you know the data the better than I do. But the bill, Bill, the, the data showed that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic where, you know, it's just you know, super painful. But yes, there we need to make sure there's not severe side effects. The FDA, uh, I, I, I think, will do a good job of that, uh, despite the pressure. How many doses of the vaccine will we need? Well, none of the vaccines at this point appear like they'll work with a single dose. That was the, the hope at the very beginning. Uh, Maybe one of them, particularly in the second generation, won't surprise us. We hope just two, although in the elderly, sometimes uh, it 
it takes more. And, and so making sure we have lots of elderly people in the trial will give us that data. No, so let's be clear. So, like okay, if that so, is, so, hold on a second. Yeah. If that is all it is, it's just you, you have severe chills and you feel like shit for a couple of days, mm-hmm. that is way better than getting the coronavirus and risking the potential death and side effects and you know the long haul people that mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. experiencing blood clots and if it's better than that yeah but it's yeah. just not it's not a free ride so, so i just i just want to get the the numbers what i see here from from science is that uh, the the sort of fatigue you know that you were talking about feel, feel like shit for two days. Then about ten percent of people had had the side effects. Which that bad. which well, hold on a second. But why is Bill Gates saying eighty percent? Well, no, no I, well, she was saying it's some side effect comes in eighty percent, right? But like what you were talking about is in a subset, you know, of the people get it. Well, but hold on, I didn't a second. know. I don't know yeah. if that's true because that, there's many articles about the the side effects mm-hmm, of of mm-hmm. this vaccine. I've never seen one of them. That relegated it to ten percent of the population that took the, the well, vaccine. Well, I mean, obviously, specifically the second dose. Yeah. The other thing about this is you have to take two. The second dose seems to be the doozy for people. Right. I mean, I guess that's the, that's the tough one. Um, There's some out, now. Not, do you think so? This is something that's interesting. Is I have like one set of conversations with people, and they're saying, "Who's going to be able to get the vaccine? Like, how are we going to roll this out? Mm-hmm. You know, healthcare workers, essential workers, all this other kind of stuff." And then there's another conversation where people are like. Uh, maybe you're not going to want to get it, right? And me, I'm like, I'm really eager, you know? Give it to me tomorrow. I don't even care that the FDA is not done. Why is that? Um, you're not worried about side effects? A, I'm not worried about side effects. Why are you not worried about side effects? Because fever for a couple days. But I mean, what that's... If that's... What if that's all we know of now? Yeah. But look, long-haul COVID survivors, one of the things they're finding is these people have blood clots like many, many months later. No, I mean, I it's know. It's like a, a serious, serious But that's thing. just it. Like, I, I would really like to not get COVID. Yeah, um, sure. So... But what if there's I mean, a I have similar a lot of... situation with the vaccine? What if the vaccine... And this is not outside the realm of possibility, that the vaccine gives some sort of a, a side effect that, that's unintended. I mean, I have a lot of confidence in the basic process here uh, with the vaccine development. But this isn't the basic process. This is a completely new process, much faster than any process that we've well, I mean, ever it's an unusually rapid it development deve- of vaccines. I mean, it's an unusually rapid development because they have this MNR, mRNA. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I mean, it's messenger RNA, yeah. but I don't know what it means. Um, so well, it you just know, means that it's trick. It's not giving you a, a like a dormant version, right? Of COVID. So, so there's no there's no virus, right? There's a particle that's specially designed. Mm-hmm. It triggers antibodies. Yeah. We create them, um, and so I think the basic antibody immune response situation is fairly well understood mm-hmm. scientifically it's why we're pretty confident that the people who've recovered you know are immune that you know younger and healthier people in most cases are okay if mm-hmm. they get sick they get better um so to me like it's a good thing i'm all for it i'll take it i'll get the fever but i'm also not i, I want to walk the line like i want to encourage people to take vaccines like mm-hmm. as a responsible person but also knowing that the supplies will be short if somebody doesn't want it like somebody else will take that dose but you know what one of the best things uh in terms of uh outcomes is vitamin d like vitamin d deficiencies are a huge part of uh negative covid outcomes and that uh one in one I've study seen some people some one, some studies about that yeah one study 84 percent of the people that were in the icu had deficient levels of vitamin c and only four percent had sufficient levels of vitamin d vitamin d is a, a huge problem 
and it's not just a vitamin it's a hormone you know when when Jan- Mackie was on the other day he was trying to say that it's a precursor to a hormone so I had to look it up that's not true it's a hormone vitamin D is actually a hormone and it's weird because we call it a vitamin but it regulates so many things in the body and it has a significant impact on the immune system but you never hear anybody telling you to supplement with vitamin D you're not seeing this from any of the leaders any of these politicians that are shutting things down even Fauci has said it recently that vitamin D does seem to have a, a pretty significant impact, but health experts, like people that study like the mechanisms of mm-hmm. disease and vitamin supplementation, like particularly uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick had a, a thing on uh, her Twitter where she published a study that showed uh, positive outcomes in COVID. Vitamin D is a huge factor. Catch new episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience for free only on Spotify. Watch back catalog JRE videos on Spotify, including clips. Easily, seamlessly switch between video and audio experience. On Spotify, you can listen to the JRE in the background while using other apps and can download episodes to save on data cost all for free. Spotify is absolutely free. You don't have to have a premium account to watch new JRE episodes. You just need to search for the JRE on your Spotify app. Go to Spotify now to get this full episode of the Joe Rogan Experience.